Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Masters Tour caster, Dragon Rider, and unfortunately not Major Death this week, but we do have special guest, Cinder Ascendant. How are you doing, Cinder? Woo! Yo, yo, yo. Hey. Uh, I would, I, I'll see if I can also give you some explosive growth, if you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, is this a kid's podcast? Should, how should I, should we add that out? No, that's fine. No, it is. I love uh, how you said it and then asked like, oh, wait. We don't, Let's we're not. just check. We're not ex- explicitly adult, but we also have, I've not edited out any curse words that have been dropped we don't we don't go we, we're not on the bullet side of things but we are um, <laughs> no one yeah, yeah no one is no on is. side is on the blizzlet side of not not since um uh what was it tier five uh left went off the air that that we have had a podcast as um off track <laughs> as uh blizzlet so Shout out to those guys. <laughs> yes, exactly. They are wonderful people, but uh, whoo, sometimes not is a uh, very, very apt <laughs> tagline for their show. So, okay. All right. So, well, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with you, Cinder, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, well, I, mean, I I think anybody who's been into the into the the Hearthstone podcast uh, neighborhood for a while probably recognizes my name and or voice. I've I hosted Coin Concede for I guess about eighty episodes or so uh, several years ago, and then uh, Dawn and I did a a season one of a uh, Mercenaries podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Spirit Healer Pod. Which you know we we're, we we still have the the greatest of hopes and dreams for uh, the mercenaries mode, but it um, it still has it still has some some work to do. So we're, we'll we'll wait and see on that. <laughs> well, Rome wasn't built in a day, was it? No. So <laughs> it burned pretty fast, though. <laughs> uh, very very apt for mercenaries, isn't it? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I I see I see Dragon Rider like very hesitantly holding back with that one. Oh, man, I I love mercenaries, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't love mercenaries, and <laughs> I don't know which side I'm on. It's and, okay. Uh, it makes me sad. Yeah, it, it's okay to be a little bit of both. So it, you want you want something to be good, and then. It's not exactly where you want it to be, so it's kind of eh. So, so Cinder, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into Hearthstone and some of your history with card games? Again, if if anyone out there isn't familiar with you, maybe give them a little bit of insight as to who you are in the space of TCGs or you know card games oh. in general. You are asking me to commission a history <laughs> channel for a special episode. That was a lot. Yeah, see how much of that I can condense. Um, so, so my Hearthstone. I, this is where I started with Hearthstone. I started with the World of Warcraft TCG mm-hmm. uh, when it came out because I was playing World of Warcraft at the time, and I like card games. 
And uh, after a while, it got shuttered. Cryptozoic didn't get the license renewed, and I was sad. But then I found out it's because that Blizzard was like, no, we're just going to make it ourselves. And I was like, oh, neat. Hearthstone. That seems like a game I would enjoy. So, yeah, I started playing Hearthstone. And I have been playing Hearthstone since the beta, minus a brief, I wouldn't say brief, probably about two-year uh, lapse. But I came back. Um, not as uh, Not as serious as I was about it at one point. You know, I just play for fun now, but, uh, you know, it's still fun. It's still a fun game that I, that I like to spend an hour or two on during the week. Awesome. And you mentioned t- tr- card games. So what kind of card games have you been into all over the years? Well, let's see. So the, really, this goes back to high school where I was very big into Battletech. It's a board game okay. slash yep. miniatures game that I'm sure many people are familiar with. And uh, Battletech had a card game that Wizards actually produced that lasted not very long at all. I think it lasted all of like two or three sets, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, and then in the 90s, I think Wizards got a lot of bad press for the uh, patenting of the tap mechanic that that mm-hmm. shuttered a lot of uh, other small card games. Mm. Um, and boy, I'm going to get in trouble with legal for talking about this probably, but... <laughs> the, um, but yeah, you know, that was a different company back then. Um, you know, there's card games are flourishing again, you know, in the modern era. Uh, but anyway, the, um, the Battletech card game got me in the, the card shop that I was playing in. I was like, well, if you like card games and we kind of know the vibe that you like, you should try this other thing, Legend of the Five Rings. Oh, and, okay. Yep. Well, okay. So yeah, I was, um, I was deep into Legend of the Five Rings for a long, long time. Again, kind of like Carson. I lapsed for a while. Came back in uh, when uh, when AEG got the license back uh, mm-hmm. from Wizards finally, and played that until the bitter end. Um, so yeah, you know my my history with card games is is long, It's decades long. You know, like I never played Legend of the Five Rings in card game form. It is fourth edition. L5R is like my favorite tabletop system of all time. Like it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It does what it sets out to do. But like I never like I didn't know about it until I was like in my mid 20s. I found out about L5R, the card game. And it was just like, it's like, what is this? I didn't even play it. I was just like, it was like, oh, it's been going on for like years and years and years. And it's one of those games. I was like, I knew about magic. <laughs> I knew about Yu-Gi-Oh! And like Pokemon and all those other ones. But like L5R, it just, that that one escaped me. And I, it's kind of cool to actually hear someone actually mention that game. Because I know it's in, now in LGC, living card game status. By uh, that's Dead 2. Oh, did Fantasy? Yeah. Uh, did, yep they didn't didn't meet expectations and they shuttered that too and i'm sad um but i i you will you will be happy to know that i have a crab clan gold stamped leather backed hardback edition of fourth edition on oh. my shelf You're Ooh, welcome. crab clan i still have my i still have my crane clan dice upstairs so yes i i I hung on to those because that that was my favorite character I played. We're getting way off topic now. Oh yeah, <laughs> were we just talking about like to- podcasts that go way way off the path? Welcome, welcome to the L five R podcast with Dragon Rider here, looking very confused as to what we're talking about. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, if uh, anybody else is listening and has no idea what's going on, that's okay. Me too. Because <laughs> I, I have heard these conversations before. Because uh, again, yeah, Cinder and I did our podcast before, yeah. and uh, I, we talked all about this. But every time I hear, I'm, I'm still just like, I don't know. I. Uh, I feel like I've played a lot of card games, but like I got into card games a lot. I want to say a lot later in my life, but I played Magic since I was like eight years old and Pokemon mm-hmm. TCG before then. But I didn't get into any of the kind of smaller card games like that until much later. So it's it's always interesting, though, I feel like hearing where people came from in terms of card games or like previous games, even with Hearthstone, right? You're like some people played WoW before. Mm hmm. And then that's what got them into it. And they're like, oh, I love the story of the characters. And some people are like, yeah, I've never played WoW. (laughs) Or like, (laughs) they've never played another card game. And then they start Hearthstone. And yeah, they're like, I don't know who any of these characters are, but I like the card game. And it's always interesting hearing about uh, all the different like spots that people come from. And I think probably many of us like cinder though have probably played at least one other card game Mm -hmm. in our time i feel like people who play card games at least try a couple of them yeah yeah Yeah. for sure and like magic's the big one like most most people have played magic if you play a card game chances (laughs) are like 98 percent of us have played magic at one point or another like i don't know like l5r had a like a steady audience for years like that that was something that was like a smaller audience i came from vs systems if you remember that back in the day absolutely so so like that was the game that got me into really got me because i played magic a little bit when i was a kid i did a little bit of pokemon and then i didn't touch any like card games and then like I got super into VS systems and then mm-hmm. that died. <laughs> and um yeah, and then it was a, a lapse until um till Hearthstone came out pretty much. I I dabbled a little bit on Magic the Gathering online, but god that that interface sucked. <laughs> it's a little rough. You yeah, know, it did not age well. You. It did not oh. age well in 2004 when it came out or 2003 when it came out. Well, you know, Arena is uh, a different animal, that mu- much more modern interface, but yes. the economy is, um, I think a lot of people are have have asks of the card economy in Arena. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's so funny that we're even we're venturing on to this topic, um, because I, I should probably mention, for legal purposes only, I am not here as a representative of Wizards of the Coast. Uh, we're here to talk about Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually didn't. I didn't even start really start playing Magic until Arena. Um, okay, I had always, I had actually always avoided. I was like, nah, I'm going to play L5R. I don't need another card game in my life. So, <laughs> yep, I'm going to avoid that because because I will just be living in a cardboard box if I adopt a second card game to get into. Yep. Um, but you know what? Now I kind of can't avoid it because they just send me stuff. <laughs> like, hey, you should you should play cards. Here's a commander deck. I'm like, okay, cool. Guess I'm playing Magic now. Can I? Oh my gosh. Okay. Can can okay. I just see? Okay, we can't really see, but you know, just mm. pretend. Can I see a, a you know show of hands from the audience? If you have ever said, I don't need another card game, because I swear that is like, that is our version of just one more game. 
like i don't need another card game like we've i feel like so many of us have said that you said that and i just like yep (laughs) yeah that's how i feel (laughs) that that hits deep like i've i played some magic the gathering arena but I'm very casual with it, and it's free to play because I cannot invest what I invest in Hearthstone into Magic, and like get away with it. <laughs> that just that starts that starts uh, piling up too too much. At least with uh, my other nerdy hobbies like Warhammer, I I have plastic men to <laughs> in my house. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to talk about the uh, lizard men team. I just painted up for Blood Bowl, like literally sitting right here on the desk. Uh, nice. So very yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm definitely one of those uh, all of the above gamers. Like if if I can play it, I'm probably going to try it at least. Yeah. Yeah, It was card games and like miniature war games. Those are like my two like big, big loves when it comes to to gaming. So I do everything. But yeah, those two have a very special place in my heart and go back quite a while for me. Okay, so before we get off on another tangent and get <laughs> deep dive into other things that aren't Hearthstone and why you're here, let's go into last week's poll question. Um, so we asked, with the mini set out for a couple weeks, we want to know, have you played with the uh, the new mini set, Neutral Colossals? Um, and we had the answers of yes, Neptulon only, yes, Azamat only, yes, both Colossals, or no, neither. And the overwhelming 53.3% uh, answer is no to both Colossals. Um, with yes, Neptulon only coming in uh, second place with 31%. And then I guess uh, Azamat had 3.7 and 11.1 for uh, yes, both. I mean, I'm not surprised by these results, but it's a little sad still that, like, I mean, more than half of the people that answered our poll have not played with either of them. And it's like, oh, that, you know, they were, like, revealed and they were supposed to be this cool, fun thing. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little sad. Uh, Cinder, where do you fall in this? Have you played either of them? Uh, I have. I have not played either of them, actually. I do wonder if part of it is actually more of a financial barrier because you know you had to cough up 25 bucks to uh to to play with these two new toys so i can see a lot of people who are just not that into it um i haven't just because like i don't play with a lot of colossals anyway like my 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 mains my mains before it's gonna funny funny to say before the before the patch was was warrior but like I really didn't focus on the you know dumping colossals on the bottom and dredging for them. I didn't really do that very much. I played more of like an old school control style. Um, so yeah, I just didn't you know they didn't really appeal to me as as cards. I was just like they seem okay, but like I'm more interested in like these other you know niche cards that they added to the set via the the mini pack. Yeah, I play. I played with both of them through. The Clash of the Colossals I got a school teacher before that <laughs> nerf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's the only way I played them was they'd was been generated. Say, name, name a card that uh, sees even less play than either of those Colossals. <laughs> Clash <laughs> of the Colossals? <laughs> yes, because it's a bad card, but I guess if it costs you yeah. one mana and you could potentially get two of them for three less, I mean, 
I, mean, I saw let's... it played. It was played against me once by a rogue who had pulled it off of one of the other class tricks. That's the only <laughs> time I've ever seen it played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only time I played it was off a of school teacher because it is a three cost spell, so a school teacher can generate it, and it's like, well, the other two all options are are terrible, like. Uh, you know, the tower is not very good most of the time, and that uh, depends what you hit. But, like, some of the times it's just – it's the the worst, you know, the best of real bad options. So, I know, Don, you played um, the Neptulon. Did you put Ozmod in a deck? No. <laughs> I I was really excited. <laughs> yeah, poor Azuma. I was I was really excited for Neptulon. I just I thought the concept was really cool and just the the whole like uh flavor text of throwing hands. I just <laughs> I, I couldn't get over it. It was too funny. That's good. Um it is. It's so good. Uh it- and and I thought like hey, it's an elemental and I really wanted to try like the, you know, a, a newer elemental shaman deck. It just, it's still way too slow. I haven't tried it since this latest patch. It's probably still just too slow, though. Um, Ozmat just... Yeah. Ozmat yeah. needs Taunt. Just... If he had Taunt, great card. Oh, like, yeah. The fact that you could just, you know, plink away the, the tentacles before the effect goes off. Like, what's the point? Yeah, it just doesn't quite do enough right now and maybe there will be a time at some point in the future where it can see more play but it's just it's not really doing anything right now so it's kind of like why would you want to put it in your deck when it doesn't actually really do anything it feels like it's it feels like it's designed as like a board clear card that doesn't clear board and you're like why am i playing this thing (laughs) i'm never a fan of any card that requires your opponent's cooperation to work as intended (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep that card there's like great way of putting it yeah <laughs> provoke and swarming whatever the swarming uh hunter card the zero cost hunter card yes yeah those yeah, are the, the card none of the name De- but yes. yeah devouring swarm yeah those are the two cards where it's like okay okay that's how i get cooperation by forcing it but that's two cards you have to have in your hand instead of like it just being a, a a removal card, so yeah. Well, and I mean, yeah, you have to put those in your decks and mm-hmm. also be playing the decks that really probably don't even want to be playing Osmot plus that other card, anyways. Like before Warrior, maybe there was a little bit of provoke, but the other cards were just way better than including Osmot, and it has other removal. And Hunter doesn't really want to be playing Azamat either like the other cards that it can be using with devouring swarm are just way better you know what's better I'm, oh go sad. ahead <laughs> if i'm playing devouring swarm in a hunter deck it's because i'm playing elwin boars that's the only reason <laughs> <laughs> perfect i mean it's pretty good getting like rush beasts and stuff back like the the saber that can rush out and then discount your neck or the like the ram to discount saber to put that in the deck like Getting those, uh, getting those back, or even, um, you know, maybe if you can maneuver it, getting a, another King Crush back or something, is pretty great. But yeah, yeah, not a lot of decks are really running it, anyways. Yeah, like Hunter has way more proactive things than trying to kill Azamat on its own turn. 
It's just like, uh, I don't, I don't even get it. It's just like, and, and with Warrior, it's like, you do realize you have access to Brawl, right? <laughs> Cost one less, much more effective. <laughs> and, and we're in a weird yeah. place in, in Hearthstone where, like, Warrior has Brawl and only runs one copy. You just want to shake the entire meta. Like, what are you doing? It's Brawl. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't care about it doesn't care about Divine Shield. There's a lot of Divine Shield in the meta. Run true ball brawls, please. Yeah, it is uh especially after the nerf, which we I will I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> which let's just dive into. So we're gonna just quickly for our news, we didn't have a lot of news. Mage is out and he generally does more of the news gathering, but we got you know, nerfs in patch twenty three twenty three point four point three. Uh, which includes uh, feature standard wild balance changes as well as BT armor adjustments and finally duels bug fixes. Um, so we'll talk uh, just I'll quickly run through what all the changes are. And then in our main topic, we're going to talk about the nerfs and we're going to um, go through kind of the meta and what we've been seeing. So we take a drink of water here. Hydrate. Yeah. Well, there's a lot. <laughs> Hydrate, redeem, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so first up, we have Shield Shatter. Old uh, used to cost or it, it deal five damage to all minions. Now it deals four damage to all minions. Title Revenant, which is from the mini set. Old Battle Cry deal five damage, gain eight armor. New Battle Cry deal five damage, gain five armor. Uh, this one's a big one. Nelly's pirate ship. The uh, thing that comes off of Nelly, uh, t- it was old taunt death rattle. Add Nelly's pirate crew to your hand. They cost one. New taunt death rattle. Add Nelly's pirate crew to your hand. They cost one less. From the depths it used to cost three. Now it costs four. Uh, Caria fell soul. Old cost six, six attack, six health. Battle cry transform into a six six copy of a demon in your deck. New cost seven, seven attack, seven health. Battle cry transform into a seven seven copy of a demon in your deck. Uh, Battleworn Vanguard. It's the two two that uh, generates uh, one ones, two one ones every time you attack. It was a two two. Now it is a two attack, one health. Wild Paul Null uh, was a four, five. Now it's a three attack, four, uh, five health. White Forge Cariel. Um, used to cost seven. Now she costs eight. Spite Lash Siren. Uh, used to be a four mana, two attack, five health. Now it is a uh, five mana, two attack, six health. Earthen Scales. Old cost one. Now it costs two. This is for Wild. Uh, Lightning Bloom. Old. Gain two mana crystals this turn only. Overload two. New. Refresh two mana crystals. Overload two. Mr. Smite. Now cost six. Or cost seven. Used to cost six. And then finally, School Teacher was a five attack, four health. Now it is a four attack, three health. So, I mean, 
when they announced that changes were coming on Wednesday and that they would be out on Thursday, I was not expecting 13 changes. No. Like <laughs> I thought there was going to be like four. I was like, okay, well, they're just going to turn Wildpaw Wild and Noel back to how it was before. They might hit, hit Shield Shatter. Like, and um, probably uh, from the depths. I figured those three were getting hit. Was not expecting to hit the Felso or the Battleborn Vanguard or uh, the the. I just said her name and I tabbed away from it. The Demon Hunter. Caria. Uh, Caria. Yeah, Caria. Yeah, Caria. Yeah, Caria Felsol or the the uh, Lightforge Cariel. Or no, wrong card. No, I no, I, ha- I hate that oh, they she was, named both... him so similar. Yeah. <laughs> I know, oh, they both... That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I, I was... Yeah. I got whiplash from these. These are like... Some, I, I think the title Revenant might be the shortest-lived card. Like, <laughs> yeah. before getting hit by the nerf bat. Like, that lasted like a, a week and a half. Like, it didn't last long at all. <laughs> I think even, the only other cards that got hit faster were like Skull of Gold and uh, yeah, like the, when uh, Demon Hunter first came out. <laughs> the the ten six for five, yeah, that did ten damage when it when it awoke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was. I mean, other than that, yeah, that is like definitely one of the fastest turnarounds I've seen in a card going from like. This card is new to this card is nerfed. <laughs> uh, so, Dragon Rider, you want to lead us into our main topic? Yeah, yeah. We didn't, uh, there's not really any like tournament news or anything either. It was, it, I feel like the whole week was just kind of more revolving around these uh, changes. So, I, I will start off by saying that we do focus on standard in this podcast, as many of you know. So, uh, we're not really going to talk about the, uh, the one wild nerf, although we yeah. did mention to each other before we started recording, like, where was this, uh, you know, months ago? We could have used this while it was still in standard. Where was this in January oh. or last November? Anytime last yeah. year, mainly, um, while overgrowth was yeah. still in the meta, that this would have been nice. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all the other ones, I think, are relevant. And uh, so let's talk about... Kind of some of the decks that have gotten really popular. And I think the, for me, the biggest one that I've seen is Big Spell Mage. Or mm-hmm. I guess, I think uh, Vicious Syndicate is calling it Amulet Mage. Um, so if you are looking for it on there, because I was earlier and I was like, what? I'm confused. Yeah, so it's Big Spell Mage, really. Yeah, just just look for the mage spell with the with the ten cost thing that summons dragons. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just find the mage list that has a bunch of heavy costed stuff in it. That's the one. Have you guys seen this? A little bit. Yeah. Or tried it? Not tried it, but I, but I I have seen it. Um, I, 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 I tried think... it today. What did I was you gonna see? say, I think I think Alkaline had his mouth full. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I just I just got hit with some antacid, or I, I took an antacid because I just had some heartburn. So that's what's like. Just hold on for a second. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I I actually climbed a bunch of ranks playing Big Spell Mage today. So did you? Nice. Yeah, it's good. Like which uh, which versions? Because I feel like I've seen a couple slightly different versions. Have you uh, guys seen, or were you trying during? I was playing the one with the strictly the just the four spells, the two runes and two dragonfire amulets. Um, running the two one drops, the the dormant one drops, uh, the four one the birds. Uh, okay, I don't remember what it is, but yeah. Uh, give me one second. Keep going. I'll figure out. I don't remember what the stupid thing's called. <laughs> That's okay. How do you feel about this one after the uh, these changes? I I so haven't. I I have not messed around with with big spell mage. I have messed around with mech mage, and by mess around with, just took out the old list that <laughs> that was good, popular <laughs> before uh, other things. You know, pushed it out because it's like oh, b- b- nobody's playing warrior anymore, and and like. Paladin hasn't like Mech Paladin has really come back, and Spell Hunter is still nowhere to be seen. Even though I played it, and it seems pretty good right now. So like Mech Mage, and like you know, just steamrolled all my quests with Mech Mage really, really fast. Uh, so I mean, that one seems fine. I, I haven't really seen it on the radar very much, but seem, seems seems like it's back. Honestly, that makes a lot of sense. It like these like there are a lot of like board centric like decks and we'll talk about some of the other ones here in a little bit but um yes it's pelican diver i have pelican diver in my mage deck and it's just uh pretty much only focused on getting the um barbaric sorceress to swap you know uh spell costs with something in your opponent's hand which i have to say people are already playing around where they're just like they're like it's like you have a spell in your hand, you're playing it regardless if it's good or not, because you don't want you don't want to be caught uh giving your opponent like a one cost runes of the archmage. Yup. Yeah, that card is just like shown up. I feel like yeah. that's definitely kind of become uh VIP of that deck for sure. And I was playing the the list um that wasn't I saw that one online, but I was really confused by the Pelican Diver. But uh, the list that I was running had, um, it was running Finley, I think, in, as the other one drop uh, to cycle your hand if you if you needed to like switch out your hand, um, and it was running more spells, which I don't know how I felt about it because it was including the, uh, oh gosh, now I can't remember the name of it, the six blizzard, cost. blizzard, yes. yeah, I saw you playing it today. Yeah, and I don't know how I felt on it because, like, playing an evoker and trying to get armor, and then you only get six instead of nine or ten. I was kind of like, oh, that's that's yeah. kind of sad. But then in other matchups, I was like, I'm gonna play a uh, blizzard, and then I'm gonna play a Bran into the parrots, and essentially cast two more blizzards. <laughs> <laughs> get a bunch of clears and then i'm gonna follow up and play uh play the hero Dongrasp hero and get another blizzard for the, the frost spell and it was like okay well that felt good yeah so i would have closed it, the client at that point like, <laughs> i fine, did do that win. one game and i was like yeah i feel like i kind of just wrecked their board 
yeah <laughs> uh, repeatedly and i was like well this is great um but i don't know i it felt hit or miss to me and it might have been because i was running the blizzards but uh i feel like that deck especially just kind of like popped out of nowhere yeah it and, really like, it's did. all over the place also pelican diver is legit like that card is extremely strong in that deck because you don't in the version i have that's really the only one drop there is and even then it's still four damage that gets to clear like it doesn't nothing interferes with it you get to swing with it it can diffuse like i used it to diffuse freezing traps i used it to clear trogs i used it to like it it just fits very nicely and the fact that it's something that doesn't get interacted with when it comes down and you're able to threaten things on the board too. It's like, okay, well, I was playing against a demon hunter. What are you going to play on turn two? I played the Pelican Diver on turn one. Like anything you put down just dies. They can't fell, you know, fell barrage it down. They can't multi-strike it. They can't, you know, just hero power it down. It threatens the board. It slows things down. So like... I think it's really good. Neat. Yeah. Well, you know, what's what's the name of the the spell that that casts twenty mana worth of mage? Spells? That's that's rune of the archmage. Rune of the, yeah. rune of the archmage. Yeah. So 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 Dawn, what you should do instead of playing Blizzard, just play Rune <laughs> and have it cast Blizzard and then Snap Freeze as the second spell, and have your opponent auto concede, which is what I did today. Uh, when that happened to me, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, you just win. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That if room can also be very hit or miss, and I had both today, like, one that was really incredible. And, I mean, some of the time you can get, like, a board clear. Like you said, like, maybe it'll freeze some stuff, clear up the frozen things. You can get card draw. You can get secrets, including armor. Uh, you can get uh, some damage to face. I got quite a few um, pyroblasts for 10 damage mm-hmm. to their, to, you know, my opponent's face. Yes. With that, which felt amazing. Because it uh, always goes, it <laughs> always targets enemies if it can. And that means if yeah. it can go face and their board's empty, it goes to their face. Like, obviously, yeah. if it's something like, uh, what is it? The arcane missiles, not the arcane missiles, but the uh, the one mana hit two things. Shooting star? Shooting star, yeah. Shooting star, yeah. and you're the only one with minions on the board. Well, it has to target that, but... yeah. Eh. Yeah, the card. Um, okay. The card there's, is there's... hit or miss, though. I will give you yeah. that. Okay, there's one more card. I know you were talking about Pelican Diver, but I want to make sure we talk about this card. Um, hello, mailbox Box dancer. dancer. Yep, hey. of course. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, what is the uh, the sounds are hilarious for that card. Oh my god, it's playing it, and then yeah, when you attack it, it's like, what is this card? Remember when that was, like, revealed and, mm-hmm. and coming out and during our set reviews, everybody was like, yeah, this card, like, why do you want to play this card? This card's terrible. And, like, it's legitimately being played in a deck right now, and I just find it hilarious. But if if you can, I don't know how consistent it is. I didn't really get to do it in all of my games that I played today. But the big thing with that is you try to play it kill it off to give your opponent the a coin 
And then that's when you play the uh, Barbaric Sorceress mm-hmm. to switch the cost of your spells. So you give them like a 10 cost coin and you get a zero mana, you know, Dragonfire Amulet or something. But it doesn't feel super consistent. So like, I'm not completely sold on that yet. But it also is an early minion to try to contest the board a little bit in like aggressive matchups. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? I just thought it was so weird seeing that. Like, we're actually playing it on purpose. I like it a lot. Uh, mainly if, like, my opponent tries to, like, leave it up and be cute. Like, oh, yeah, you'll you'll have to trade with it. And then I smothering starfish and silence it. And it's just like, okay, I got a coin. I have a 3-2. You got nothing. Thank you. <laughs> I've had that multiple times where it's just like people are like okay well i'll just uh you can deal with it and i'm like okay well enjoy not having a coin then <laughs> i don't i don't know what to tell you sir uh but yeah that's that kind of one of the things i've done is just I'm like okay well we can do this then i the only the only experience i have with mailbox answer was i was just coming back and I was like, I need the budgetest budget deck of all budgets. <laughs> and um, there was like, a, it was an it was an elemental mage that ran that. See, I don't I, my my ability to remember card names has just gone da- out down the toilet. Like I cannot remember card names anymore. But it was six mana, and it would like create X number of eight eights, you know, based on something that you did. And it was just the whole point was just like hitting the condition to get like three or four eight eights on the board by like turn six at the latest. And you would use the mailbox dancer to get the coin and just play it as early as possible. And it was like, I don't care if you have a coin because I'm going to drop like four eight eights on the board on like turn five because I have a coin. And so, you know, if, if you're playing a deck that needs to hit a specific mana break and you don't really care as much about what your opponent does with the coin, sure. I mean, ramp is ramp, right? Like, even if it's, you know, if it benefits your opponent too, because mm-hmm. if your deck is specifically built to, to to leverage that coin, it's better for you than it is for them. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of what, that's why it's still there, is you can do something cute with it, but also... Like you having a coin allows you or having two coins or potentially three coins allows you to drop one of your big spells that much sooner and then just keep repeating it. And like that's the core of the deck. So like it allows you to do your thing faster and potentially do something like cute and like with the uh the matron. Uh, but like, even if it isn't there, like just having a coin with this deck with these high cost spells does some serious work. So now I'm starting to think about mailbox dancer and, and quest hunter. <laughs> like, I, Hey, I can more, see more it. mana, more shots. Sure. Go for it. Coin is insane in quest hunter, especially yeah. when you finish the quest, it's just, okay, there's two more damage. <laughs> Oh, my favorite thing is playing. I, I love playing Quest Hunter any time that like the curse warlocks are are out and about because like you know you're actively helping me right now, right? <laughs> like, oh, oh, you want to yeah. fill my hand with spells? What? Thank you so much. I appreciate you. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, see, your pro- the, the problem with your theory here, Quest Warlock, is that you're going to be alive on turn 10. <laughs> I've got oh. some bad news for you. <laughs> and also, like, I don't, th- I don't think uh, people realize the fact that, like, the, the curse damage ticks the quest up. Like, you're, you're completing the hunter's quest for them. Don't do that. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's why I've started seeing more, um, uh, quest hunters today. And, you know, that was like right after the, the patch, like when I hit legend, like there was just immediately in like 3,000, 4,000 legend, it was oops, all cor- curse warlocks. It was just like curse <laughs> warlock, curse warlock, curse warlock. Like, I saw several as well. I was like, what is this? I'm like, please stop this now. I don't want it. Yeah. Please go away. <laughs> you know, it's also having those in your hand as uh, the big spell mage or amulet mage, not really a fun time either. Because, mm. like, you want you want those, and, and it just felt awkward, and it's like, uh And then, again, I was playing that list with Finley, so it's like, do I really want to play Finley while I have two curses sitting in my hand and shuffle those into my deck and then play Evoker and probably draw the curse? No, I don't want to do that. That's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, curse luck has is, is kind of been popping up. Uh, I also did run into a quest hunter today. So I'm curious if we'll start to see more quest hunter a little bit. If maybe that the curse lock, like you said, is going to gain some traction, but... I think in terms of hunter, we're definitely seeing more beast hunter. And uh, Darren, oh, yeah. did you say earlier that it was? Ha- where is it sitting at? In, it's uh, on HS Replay. It's sitting at number one. Like Hunter yeah. sitting at number one on HS Replay. So, yeah, that seems very accurate. And I saw it, if it's like Hunter was the the most common deck I saw today. So like. I believe it. <laughs> I believe that curse or uh, beast hunter, and it just seems it seems completely. Uh, it was good before, but w- with some of those holes cleaned up with warrior, uh, warrior being less prevalent too. I think this uh, frees up some more space for them. So, yeah, it, it just seems like it's mid rangey. Um, has a lot to do in that mid game. It's got the great colossal. Um, it's got King Crush that can pull out of the deck with the you know with either the harpoon gun or the sunken saber. So there's just there are just a lot of options with that deck, and um, yeah, it's just super super potent and. It just like even in the later game, you still have uh, Bran or not Bran, excuse me, but um, the you know the hunter guy. <laughs> His name <laughs> is erasing. Guy. Yeah, you know that guy. He's that guy. The guy with the shirt on all the yeah. time. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, what is his name? Uh, Tavish. Yeah, you have Tavish, right? <laughs> yeah. So. They're both dwarves. They're- it's understandable. Racist. <laughs> um, I apologize. That was not my intent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, that's that's how I see it. Is it's just a it they just have so many freaking options, and things just synergize, and that that harpoon gun is just who it is amazing. 
it is it's just straight like this is this card's nuts so and uh, there are some vandar lists too oh really interesting (laughs) and I, i don't want anybody to sleep on quest hunter either because yeah like it's not it's not bad like dr- losing dragonbane shot hurts but dragonbane shot was nutty like that that card was too good i i admit that yeah easily good. <laughs> and the what is it the shell shell something sh- strike with the, the the three and then the two and then the one damage like it's it's random but you know it's it's also six damage for three mana which is not bad and you know, if the opponent only has one minion on the board, like it's pretty easy to 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 ping it down, you know, because like it's it's random, but there's only one target, so just six damage, right? But yeah, like I I got the I got the hunter the weekly quest to do to to complete three quest lines, and I'm like, sure, I'll try the old quest hunter, see if it still works. Swapped out for the for the 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 new shell something strike something. Uh, and the two new Nagas that deal five damage, three mana, five damage with a three, three body is really good. Like, yeah, that, let's let's not forget that either. So, like, I I racked up my quest in about 10 minutes. It was <laughs> easy and fast. And that's in like diamond eight, like n- not, you know, wasn't hanging around in the angry chicken ranks either. So like, <laughs> I, I don't sleep on it. Try it. It might work out for you. It worked out for me pretty well. And yes, those two Nagas will finish the game real fast. I believe uh, it. Yeah. I the I I was playing Big Spell Mage and I got lucky enough to survive. Like I got both of my invokers, and that was literally the only reason I survived was I drew both of my invokers. Otherwise I would have been dead like three times over. So yeah, uh, I faced against a quest hunter myself today, too, in Legend at, like, you know, 3,000 or whatever it was. And, like, uh, I survived by literally one hit point. Whew. That It was that close of a game. Yeah. And I think that was even after maybe I found one evoker. But it, like, yeah, it, it, that deck can still put out quite a bit of damage. And, uh... It's it's kind of scary, so, like how how fast it still is, and it can still draw a lot, which I think is the the benefit, and that's that's why they almost killed me was because they actually did get to draw a lot with um I think they were playing how, and so that's what kind of drew them some extra cards at the yeah. end, and they, you know that's a spell, so then you get the extra hero power for that as well as drawing cards, and it just uh. Yeah, it, it still did a lot of work. I would not be surprised if we start to see more Quest Hunter. Uh, I'm, but I mean, like the the thing holding Quest Hunter back was the the amount of armor Warrior can yeah. generate. Yeah, with well, a lot less Warrior. Him. Yeah, you can still beat Warrior though, because all you had to do was was tick five marks on your quest, wait till you draw Tavish. And then just drown them in in animal companions, and that was how yeah. you beat Hunter. It wasn't it wasn't that bad. But no, 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 it wasn't. It was those times. Like I was playing Quest Hunter back when I was a little bit frustrated, and like it was, I was able to. It's just the the ideal situation is you you play them before you clear the second branch of the quest, so you get the zero mana hero power, right? Which is ideal, and some of the times like. 
I just went in because it was like turn eight and I hadn't completed the quest yet. I was waiting for Tavish. So like that could have been a little frustrating at times for me, but like, yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It's just, it's like, that was the, the nuts to, to be able to do that. So yeah, they gave, um, really all, all in my opinion, like when, when they talked about, when they announced the, the mini set after the Dragon Maiden shot nerf, I was thinking, the only thing that Quest Hunter really needs to to still be viable is like one more damage spell just to replace that slot. They gave it that and then they gave them friggin uh, kill shot with a 3-3 body behind it. Like, OK. <laughs> yep. Or not kill shot, kill command. Yeah, three yeah. mana, five damage, and a three-three body on it. Okay, and you could you can you can tutor it out with uh, the the three mana card draw, draw a naga and a spell. So like, oh, I haven't drawn it yet. Okay, draw naga. Ah, I found it amazing. <laughs> it is really good. <laughs> okay, let's get through more of this uh, yes. meta talk so that I can go play some Quest Hunter because hey. now I want to play Quest Hunter because <laughs> <laughs> this is sounding fun. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about two of the classes that got kind of hit, and that's Demon Hunter and Rogue. Uh, I feel like I've still seen a decent amount of demon hunter and rogue like they're still there yeah I-, I think the biggest thing is that they just don't have like as much of the the big burst uh, yeah like rogue you know rogue is a little bit slower with smites now you don't quite see that as much or it's like a turn or two later and then obviously we talked about caria a little bit earlier but like caria uh doesn't come out as early now so like, I still saw several, uh, you know, several big colossal boards, but it wasn't quite as, like, threatening or as, like, uh, oh my god, they played the carrier so early and then they still have the colossal coming. Like, I-, I didn't get those feelings, but the deck still felt like they were still doing a lot. So, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I think that's good. Because it's not as strong, but also they got nerfed and they're still good. So I'm like, I don't know how I feel yet about Demon Hunter and Rogue. I mean... What do you guys think? I feel like Demon Hunter is fine. Like, I don't think that was a huge nerf. It is definitely nice to have Caria go back one turn. So it is... It doesn't feel... Like, as oppressive, because you could literally have gone Karia into Zilong before, and that was just like, oh, Zilag, excuse me, I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, wait, what, what show are we again? Yeah, well sorry. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. I don't remember the... the, the yeah, Zilag. Zilag. Z- yeah. Whatever. Zigzag. Zagnut. Zigzag. Zagnut. Zagnut. I could go for Zagnut. Uh, Zilag, yes, of course. Um, so, like, the fact that it's it's back a turn does something. Um, I knew Rogue. Rogue was, yes. It just... I don't know why they unnerfed it, to, to, to tell you the truth. I... Like, we thought at first, it was like, oh, okay. Like, when they unnerfed uh, the Wild Paul of Noel, I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is going to be a whole lot less oppressive because of, 
you know, uh, hit secret passage is gone. So there's no like, nope, no, that card's still really oppressive, and you can you can get things just as quickly, if not quicker, not quicker, but almost as quickly as you could before. Get those down to like one cost or free, especially with cloak of shadows and stuff. Not cloak of shadows, but the um. The one that draws two the cards. Concealment. Is it not concealment? Uh, uh, I'm looking right now. It's not sketchy. Uh, Shroud of Concealment. Yes. 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 Conce- yeah. yes. Sorry. Okay. I, just- <laughs> yes. I only say like half the card made. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> We're on the same page now. Yes. Shroud of Concealment. So there's a lot of different ways for it to still do its work. So I think, I think it's still playable now. It's just a lot less oppressive than because obviously before this nerf, it was just ro- all rogue all the time, pretty much. There was so much rogue, um, and just those wild paw nulls at five or you know four or five or four or fives with rush. It's just it's just a little too good. I think you know the three fives are are much more in line with what they should be. I feel like the the balance team just didn't really think the the wild paw knoll through when they're like yeah eh, we'll put it back it's fine it wasn't oppressive at all mm-hmm. like it, everything's fine now and just like for like arrested development cold open like i've made a huge mistake <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just i think they thought the problem was not the wild paw knoll but the the hidden pat the secret passage and yeah. with that gone, they're like, okay. And I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, it won't be that bad. No, it turns out it's still it's still a problem. Yeah, it's still really really strong when you can drop two of those suckers, you know, that early in the in the game. Like, woof, you know, that would yeah. When 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 other I heard I think it was I want to say it was Chucky who who once told imparted on me great wisdom. Cards need to cheat to be good. And if the card's not cheating, it's not that good. So, like, if you're if you're playing a deck that's trying to play fair, play cards for the mana cost on curve, and you get smashed by two wild paw gnomes or gnomes gnolls, I want to see wild paw wild paw gnomes get on it. Yeah, let's let's make it Blizzard. Let's, it. let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. If when you that first time you get smashed by two of those, like very early in the game, you're just like, okay, that was just no, not 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 cool. How do you feel yeah. about it? Uh, I personally w- was hoping that I would have seen uh, them put that to a 3-4. Yeah. I think for me, like, yeah. the the 5 health is where it gets a lot more of its value. Because, yeah, it's still pretty good, right? <laughs> like you said, I mean, getting to be able to play them early or play two of them early. But when they take out two potentially three things that's when it starts to feel like oh okay well if if they're getting like a three for one they play two of those that's a six for two you know and it's like oh come on like i don't know it just plays around a lot of spells it starts to feel real awkward and i think even with the uh the change to uh shield chatter going from the five to four 
That means that the Knolls now live through shield chatter, even though that's like not really being played as much anymore. Like, I haven't seen a lot of Warrior. <laughs> yeah, now. that's a good point. Um, like, yeah, but, like now the, that yeah, golly, yeah. shield chatter doesn't clear them uh, anymore. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think that's. And I I, I yeah. think just the five health for me has been a big thing for a lot of cards. Not just this meta, but like honestly, in a lot of the metas, we've seen that with. I think wasn't uh, Shadow Jeweler Hanar at a five health at one point, and then they had to change that. There's been another couple, uh, Octobot, I think, wasn't it at five health, and then they had to change that. Uh, they changed it to four mm. health. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, evil I, Miscreant. I miscreant, yeah. Yep. It's, there's just like, it, I think a lot of those cards that have the five health, it's like it might be a little too much or they're just it's too good with that five health for the mana cost guess so we'll we'll find out you know as as the meta meta continues to develop um you know i I wanted to loop back on on um demon hunter a little bit like it it's it it actually surprised me a little bit that caria even got hit because like yeah caria was definitely a feel bad card when you got hit with her, but also, like, I didn't see it a lot. And not the decks didn't run them, but typically, like, if to- if if, the, if those token aggro demon hunters went were on the play and not on the coin, you're probably dead by five anyway. Like, there wasn't a turn six, seven to get to to consider area. Um, so, like, I don't even know that 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 nerf really even impacted it that much. And for that matter, dropping the Vanguard to one health, like, so what? It usually got cleared anyway. Like, I I think what really is hurting Demon Hunter, or at least keeping Demon Hunter in check, is because since there's they had a terrible matchup against Warrior, and now that Warrior's gone, you, you're return, there, there's a return to these, you know, uh, early to mid-range board-based decks. Like you're, you got your beast hunters back. You like we were just talking about quest hunter still now being viable again. Your mech mage comes back. You're you got a ton of board clears from big spell mage and just like token hunter cannot survive the you know that well in that kind of environment. Like that's those were some some of those were some terrible matchups for them. You know they they, they survived before by just d- the fact that warrior wasn't twenty five percent of the meta. Like if it was, they'd had a bigger a, a larger problem, but they're not. And now that now no one's playing warrior, I'm like rip. Um, so I, yeah. I, I, I don't think that the demon hunter really got smashed very hard by the nerfs. I think they're just being checked by a new meta. Honestly, I, I think the, I think the battle worn Vanguard is a bigger nerf than like it initially looks like I, you're right. It can't like, but it can be hero powered down, true, and that's true. what that's yeah. what the big thing is. Like you had to have an answer, and like a lot of the time, like they would just throw it out on two, even without the coin. And there's a chance it survives. Like if you don't have an answer for it right away, and especially you know, like mage couldn't clear it if it didn't have a spell like that i mean i think that's probably one of the reasons why mage is here now too is because you yeah, yeah. you can't flood the board with that because that thing will 100 percent die to a ping druid can take it down rogue can take it down like there are a lot of you know a demon hunter mirror you can take it down so that that thing has to be um 
to handle with a little bit more care. Now there's the fossil fanatic that you can just throw down, but that doesn't generate board presence, right? So that's mm-hmm. just a two two that doesn't turn into a four four essentially. So yeah, no, that's that's a good point, you know. And and one of the things like I, I cannot, I I want to see stats on like to demon hunters win rate on or off the the, the play. Because I feel like when they're on the play, it's their win rate goes way, way up, and ha- being able yeah. to respond to their two, uh, if if they drop de- the um, the vanguard with just a, a a on the coin turn to hero power, that that's that's a very viable counterplay. I think you're you're probably touching on some truth there. Yeah. So, I. I think the, I, I think you're right though. I think your your core point was that what's happened to Demon Hunter was to just keep him in check with the rest yeah. of the meta. I I feel that's what happened to not Caria but Cariel, <laughs> Miss <laughs> right, uh, Miss Rome. Uh, I think that's why she got hit too. It's just um, to keep to keep Paladin a little bit more in check with the rest of the meta um, because. She was still one of the one of the seven mana hero cards left, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Scab got hit, <laughs> you know. So I think it's I think it's appropriate about time that she went up to eight. She does enough. Immovable object is a good enough weapon, and blessings of queens is a good enough hero power that pretty good. It, yeah, you don't blink at, at at playing playing her on eight. You still get the consec- built-in consecration, the and the weapon swing. So like, there's a lot to be done with her, and it feels very fair right now at eight mana. And it's yeah. still no one's blinking. No, I have not seen a paladin deck who take. <laughs> uh, we, we did say this was a PG thirteen <laughs> podcast, right? Yes. So, yes. So, like, I feel like she's, like, it's just, you're still going to play her without question. You still play her because she is a late game and she just generates that value, so. And and she's, no matter what mana you put her at, she's still hard checked by a restaurant viper. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I said restaurant, but Cinder heard it as restaurant viper. It's like restaurant viper. What what restaurant is this? I want to go there. I'll try. I'd try snake. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, you know what? While we're talking about uh, snakes, I think we also need to talk about some fish real quick too. Mm, All right. Mm-hmm. Because murlocs. Yeah, we haven't talked I about know. murlocs. I know, and you know, you brought up that there's some more board based decks, more fast decks. Yeah, mech mechs coming back a little bit mostly mech mage i think paladin still maybe struggling a little bit but uh wow murloc shaman i even played murloc warlock today somebody redeemed that and i went like six and two and i was like this feels fantastic i am enjoying this but murlocs murlocs are back and uh i don't know where this like I know where it's coming from, but it sounds so weird. Shaman. Let's talk about Shaman for a minute uh, before we wrap things up. Shaman kind of has like three decks now that are popping up. 
You have the burn shaman that really leans into kind of a little bit of board freezes and then some over the top damage, right? Then there's the more aggressive, like just pretty much pure murloc deck. Just like all murlocs, go face. And then there's what apparently is being called Control Murloc. <laughs> like, what? I don't understand the name, but, and it sounds ridiculous, but it's, it's like, it's, it's like a oxy, mashup. <laughs> it's an oxymoron, like jumbo it's shrimp. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. It's, it's more like a collab album, right? Like, each of these things were good by themselves, but what if we did all three yeah. of them at the same time? You know, like it's like yeah. almost like each of those decks had a little bit of fat to cut. Like, well, you know what? Let's just take all the prime cuts and put them between a couple slices of bread and call it a sandwich. <laughs> Would you call it good card shaman? Good, we... good card dot shaman deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it is. I, I have heard talk of this, but I haven't run into it yet on ladder. I don't. Did either of you like come across these decks or have you played them? I have. I, go I'd, I'd like to hear your experience. Yes. Um, so again, card card names are are my current uh, nemesis. Uh, but the there's the shaman the shaman murloc. I is it's, it's a two mana one three I think, and like whenever a shaman shaman whenever a, a murloc does something, it does one damage, and I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> that's a really good card. Is and, that the uh... The are you talking about the one that uh, Mergle, the one that does when you summon a, a shaman? Is it, is it summon? Like yeah, I, I'm trying to remember, but but I just thinking like being able to deal one to the board that early in the game and yeah. on demand was pretty good in in the board based matchup. I still won, but that's beside the point. I was just like wow because. Before the priority was the the little guy that uh, would give all your Murlocs rush. Like, that was the problem card, right? Mm -hmm. And I got presented with a board where I had both of them. And I'm like, no, I I actually have to deal with this deal one damage, this little whirlwind Murloc before I can deal with the rush Murloc. Because that's a bigger problem. Because then I can't even stick anything to the board, much less, you know, fight for it against the rushers. So, yeah, it was, it was, it seemed good. I saw the potential. Um, it just didn't work out in their favor in a particular game. But yeah, no, it, it seemed legit to me. I think yeah. Firemancer Flurgle is yes. the ah, yeah, thing of the yeah, the two three. Yeah, it's kind of it's interesting, I think. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh whenever you play a Murloc Deal one damage to enemies. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it and then it you know, it it kinda summons a lot of Murlocs, that, that deck. <laughs> yeah. a couple. There's, there's a Who few. There's a few. You know, um, it it feels like the new or like the more current uh, puffer fist. Yeah, because like after puffer fist got nerfed, a lot of decks just cut it, and that kind of fills in that same void in a way. But it's even better because uh, it doesn't rely on you attacking, and you can do more of it in one turn. I guess in the same vein, it's very similar to Gaia in the Mech Mage, mm-hmm. but it com- can come out a lot sooner, right? <laughs> Comes out sooner, easier to yeah. proc, yeah. Yeah, so against other decks that want to be on board, it does a lot. Like, and, if, uh, if you think... hate Mech Sharks, wait till you hear about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think also Cold Light Seer yep. uh, for Shamans, mm. both um, both in the Murloc Shaman and the Murloc Warlock. 
mm-hmm. good, right? I mean, you get a yeah. lot of extra health, and then there's a little bit less removal now because there's less warrior, uh, and a lot of the other minions that are ending up on board and other removals just kind of don't answer that added health. True facts. Yeah, and while Par Cavern's still a card. <laughs> yeah, freeze. <laughs> yep. Freeze still a thing. Good yeah. card dot shaman deck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So that's a thing. Yeah. So those are uh, that's a bit where the meta is right now after the nerfs. So all right. So let's talk uh real quick okay before we before we wrap up to let's just talk briefly real quick about mr smite going to seven mana like holy cow does that make a difference like that is a a big thing like um uh, i think i was watching kibler earlier and he was like yeah well that's kind of why it's the the one of the things that's big about it is that like Holy Paladin used to be able to pyromancer equality smite kill and that's gone because he now costs seven and that costs four unless you have the coin <laughs> um so like and just just the fact that like adding that one damage that one cost everything slows like anything rogue can do with like a combo of um like there's the sunken vessels and uh that warrior it makes it harder for a warrior to do any kind of combo where you're do- getting a bunch of charge damage so yeah it's just it's just a that one feels like a big deal and a long time coming i feel like that should have probably happened sometime earlier than than now <laughs> how did how did mr smite last this much longer than the title revenant like title <laughs> justice for title revenant lasted a week and a half before i got hit with the wiffle bat yeah mr <laughs> smite i i tell you i can't i was honestly surprised that mr smite ever made it out of development that is a painful card to play against and yeah like you you it, when when they look at the the data and they're like okay what card win? What's like the win percentage of a deck when this card gets played? And Smite is like extremely high, you know. And I, I know Nelly had a lot to do with that too. And Nelly's nerf, you know, hurts also. But yeah, like how, you know, you had you had multiple. You had Warrior, Paladin, and Rogue that all had finishers based off of this one card. You know, it felt it's like old Leroy, but worse. Because it gave not just Leroy, but, like, potentially anything in your hand had charge. I'm just like, wh- how? Why? When? Who's, who, who do I need to, to, to tweet at on, on, on the, tw- the tweeters that this card <laughs> exists at all? So I'm, I'm, hap- I'm happy. I'm happy that you went to seven. I hope that that solves the problem. We'll see. But, yeah, it, it is one of the biggest feel-bad cards of the rotation for me. Yeah, I agree. I agree a thousand percent with that. So I am I am also happy. And like, I don't think it should be gone. But I I think uh, a little cap on the power is going to be a nice a nice feeling in the meta. Yeah, I I agree as well. I think it's uh, it had its time to shine. And now Mm -hmm. it's time for it's not. 
Uh, I like I said earlier, I think it's still kind of seen some play in Rogue. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a little bit later, but. I think the big thing is that Rogue takes more advantage of the big swing with pirates and like, you know, going wide around the board and giving everything charge, like Cinder was saying, uh, with being able to use a super cheap gone fishing to pull out the vessel pirates, use the, uh, you know, one mana um, fillet fighters for essentially four more damage yep. to face. Right, so there's there's a lot more potential there, but I think it's kind of started to just get removed out of other decks now at this point, instead of being played in like every deck. So it feels like maybe it's it's still okay in a very select few cases, and I think that that's perfectly fine. I just don't want it in like you know five of the six meta decks. Like that's yeah. a little bit too much. Yeah, being yeah. in one or two is fine. Exactly. All right, so let's move on to our poll question for the week. And we thought we'd ask, what class do you feel has benefited the most from the balance changes? Mage, Shaman, Hunter, or other? Please reply with the class, and we'll talk about it on next week's show. And speaking of the show... You can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. If you follow the top pin tweet on our Twitter, it will take you to the Dr3 Discord. And you can find myself on uh, on Twitter at DaringAlkaline and at twitch.tv forward slash uh, DaringAlkaline. Dragon Rider, what about you? You can find me on Twitter, DonnieDK, that's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K, and Twitch and YouTube, DragonRiderDK, and uh, definitely hope that you all come out and check out my YouTube, because uh, I have an editor now! I got a YouTube editor! Yo, uh, that's cool! Yeah. yeah, nice! Ronak, I'm sure some people know it, Goofy Ronak, uh, but yeah, so he's in the community, but uh, he's working with me. He didn't, he's not only going to be doing some editing, which means I'm going to be putting out consistent two videos every week. Yeah, consistency. Um, but he's also going to be doing like a, a new logo and some new stream overlays and helping me get like, you know, all of my stuff uh, consistent across all of my socials. So gonna be awesome i'm looking forward to it so if you want to check all that out and uh, i'm going to be focusing a lot more on my youtube on like tips strategies important info like that and not like gameplay stuff so if you want to hear more things like this check out the youtube okay you can find major death on twitter at major death um and this is his old link he has that new podcast coming out he's changing phases of the moon night to give me one second i should have looked this up beforehand but i just realized is that the name of it give me one second i should have looked it up (laughs) yeah exactly it's pretty good great podcast podcast. i know i i'm surprised no one came up with that beforehand uh just one second cinder why don't you talk about it i'll come back and finish up with mage here yeah, my uh, Twitter is at, I should have come up with a Twitter name, <laughs> but I didn't know. It's, um, it's at Cinder Ascendance, one word. Uh, I, I, I would give you content creation links, but I, you know, I dipped my toes back into content creation last year, and then I got a job offer that kind of made those things 
get put on the back burner. So that's Twitter's my my only thing. But hey, if you want to tweet at me, if you want to tweet at me about Magic the Gathering or D&D and get a really, really safe reply with a WotC staff tag, you can do that. That's uh, that's a fun thing that I can do with you. <laughs> or or tweet at me about Hearthstone or whatever. Pathfinder. Ask me about Pathfinder. Ask me for dog pics. I got a lot of those. My phone <laughs> is full of pictures of my dogs. Can, can, we, can we just talk about... Real, well, I'll get to Mage in about a second. Can we just talk about Magic the Gathering crossing over with Warhammer 40k sure. and like why is that a thing and why is that happening? Why not? <laughs> Look, okay. So once again, yeah, just for the just for the lawyer, I am not here as an official representative of Wizards of the Coast. But let me tell you something. <laughs> like, you know, it, Wizards is a big company. They get a lot of heat, you know, in in the community for you know uh, they're just doing this for cash grab, yada yada. Look. I have I have been in the room with the developers of Magic the Gathering, and do you know what the 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 the, the design process is for for Magic the Gathering? It's like that's so cool. What if we did this with that? That would be awesome. Let's make those cards. This would be all. This is gonna be great. Like that's really the whole design process. I and believe it. Like I have never heard anyone mention money ever ever. Like the 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 financial guy at the at the end of year meeting had like two minutes. And it was all just like, look, the cool crap we're doing this year. And that was it. Like, it's it, <laughs> no, the, it, the it's whole cool. company is just nerds play, like getting to play with their cards professionally. It's yeah, it's it's not it's not what, you know. So, yes, when it yeah. came when it came to that, it's like, hmm, how many of us nerds play 40K? Oh, most of us. Cool. What if we made 40K <laughs> magic? Dude, that would be awesome, and it happened, right? Like, I know it's that's just like <laughs> it was. That was not a bad thing. That was just like a bizarre, like my jaw hit the floor. I knew it was coming, and then yeah. seeing Abaddon the Despoiler on a Magic card and it be a real thing was just like, yeah. Oh, whoa. I'm just saying. You asked why it happened. That's why it happened because it's a bunch yes. of like excitable nerds <laughs> trying to cross over their hobbies. Like that's what happened. <laughs> that's great. All right, so back to Mage. You find him on Twitter at Mage to Death. Um, his new pa- uh, his new podcast, Comics Over Time. Um, you can find him on Twitter at at Comics Over Time, and uh, that's his new project that he'll be working on. So go check that out. And uh, thank you for tuning in, Cinder. Thank you for coming in and sitting in the 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 chair. We we really really appreciate you making the time for us this evening. Uh, I was just keeping and- it warm for Major Death. Let's be honest. <laughs> and as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three. Did someone want a naval mine and graveyard? Boom. Boom.